Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Not Your African Cliché. Before we get into today's episode, though, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher, where we are Not Your African Cliché, as well as SoundCloud, where we are NYAC Podcast. Don't forget to reach out to us on social media, Facebook, we are Not Your African Cliché, Twitter, at NYAC Podcast, and Instagram, NYAC underscore podcast. You can also email us at NotYourAfricanCliche at gmail.com. Now, enjoy the rest of the episode. My name is Onyeka, aka Yeka O, and today's episode, I'm super, super excited because we have two guests, but before they introduce themselves, I'll let my lovely co-host go on and introduce themselves. Hi, everyone. My name is Ife Yua. Hello, everyone. This is Ife. Awesome. And as you can possibly tell by now, Amaya isn't here. We're sending you love. Hope you enjoy your concert. Um... Now, to our guests. I'm so excited. Um, Do you guys uh, mind going ahead telling us who you are? Um, You can plug your businesses or your brand, whatever you want to say. This is the time. Okay. So, I'm Rory. I'm the founder of Trips Up, a travel consulting and curating company. Um, Yeah. I guess we'll catch up on all the rest of it later. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. And I am Jessica. Um, I am a travel blogger. I have a travel blog called The Catch Me If You Can. And I recently, well, a year ago, launched Jet Black, which is a boutique travel firm that I am running now. And we focus on encouraging tourism to countries in the African diaspora. Awesome. Ooh, Thank you guys nice. for joining us. I'm, I don't know why I'm like in a sing songy mode today. Like, <laughs> yeah, she just get back from church. Like, okay. <laughs> don't judge. Okay, so I'm super excited that we have both of you guys here. Um, let me just say I stalk your Instagram pages. So, with that said, with that said, congratulations to Jessica. I got my Essence magazine the other day, and I was like, "Oh, look at y'all, Luna!" (laughs) So, go get y'all. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that was super exciting. Not a problem. All right, so we're gonna dive right into the conversation today. We're gonna be talking about travel and tourism in Africa and in the African diaspora. So I guess the very first question that um, I'll ask is why do you guys think travel is important, period? Um, I'm Ugandan. I was born in the U.S. and I've been traveling internationally since I was probably about six uh, when I first went back home. And I've traveled my entire life. I've been in 65 countries and 35 U.S. states so far. And I think the reason the reason that I think travel is so important is just because it allows you to see how other people live, um, mm-hmm. be they other nationalities, other races, you know, because you can even travel within your own country, I think, and you can learn a lot. And I just think that mm-hmm. it also helps people to be more open-minded and understanding of people who are very different from themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I think you kind of said most of all I was going to say. So, um, but for me, so well, I haven't been to six, five countries, but, um, <laughs> which is awesome. I wish I was your handbag, actually. But, um, <laughs> so, uh, but I, I've been traveling since I was seven. And, uh, and even before that, just even locally traveling to different places around home. Like my parents are one of those, oh, you know, we're going to bug spray the house. Let's go somewhere, you know. So, <laughs> so we just, you know, so being on the road or just going oh. somewhere is not new to me. And for mm. me, it's just one of those, it, it broadens your mind. You learn so much about the world. You learn so much about other people and other cultures. There's nothing quite as... Um, effective as a learning tool as travel because you're experiencing things 
Um, it's not something you read. It's not something somebody told you about. It's something that you actually went through yourself. So whether it's a language or a type of food or a culture or or whatever, you know, you imbibe it and and just taking in little little, little pieces of cultures from all around the world you start to discover the kind of person you are you learn about yourself so i think travel is a way for you to find yourself mm. as much as you're discovering about other things so y'all begin giving deep wow. stuff over here yeah. <laughs> all right and yes. see ladies represent come come through <laughs> dead <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is Ifeima, and when I was thinking about that question, one thing that came to mind is that traveling definitely pushes the boundaries of your bubble. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it just, it really, <laughs> sometimes it just shows you how small <laughs> you are and how <laughs> wide, how big the world is. And just mm. sometimes how it can seem really endless. And, mm. and another thing to just... Um, broadening your experience it also i think it also deepens hopefully if you're already a good person to begin with um i feel like it deepens your compassion and mm. empathy for other people because when yeah. you start ex- interacting with people who are not like you who maybe don't speak the same language you do or don't look like you it just yeah i think it definitely shapes your um your life differently mm-hmm you know, but that's also interesting because it's one of the things where I feel like, you know, some people travel, but they mm-hmm. don't really travel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, we um, we going to get to that. Speak. I'm just going to be here. Just let the, let, let the spirit just flow. Just speak on it, Rory. Because <laughs> you might forget. Yeah, go ahead and talk about it, though. Okay. Just, um, because, you know, like, I mean, especially with, like, over here, you know, it's one of the things we try to do as well is which, you know, on our, on our Instagram page, we um, we try to showcase Nigerian travelers, like real travelers, because, you know, a lot of people just go somewhere and sit down in their hotel or they just shop, but they can't tell you the language that is predominantly spoken, where they've gone to. They can't tell you what's a local mm. meal. They can't tell you anything. So they, they actually didn't go anywhere. They just... Mm you know, change the locations. I don't know how to how to say what I'm saying, but yeah. yeah. But essentially they didn't they didn't take anything out of traveling. And for me that's like first of all a total waste of ticket money because yeah. <laughs> tickets are not are not cheap these days. I'm like, you know, so there's traveling and then there's going somewhere and mm-hmm. just not doing anything. So um, Yeah, it's interesting because um I actually have a podcast as well called An African and a Halfican Walk Into a Bar. Um, yes. <laughs> we have some right. friends here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Every time I say the title, I laugh. Um, you can find it on SoundCloud. But it, the last, uh, I think two episodes ago, we talked about the difference between fast and slow travel. And to your point mm-hmm. about like how people travel, yeah, some people just go places to take the picture and they, you know, they don't talk yeah. to any local people. They don't, they only eat in like the touristy restaurants. Yeah. And, you know, to each their own, like you do whatever you want to do mm-hmm. when you travel. But I think, you know, sometimes yeah. there is a missed opportunity um, when yeah, people kind of travel just to... You know, I feel like there was an article, I think last year or something in the U.S., where it talked about our passport stamps, the new paper bag test. And, you know, it kind of just feels like in the day and age of, you know, all this social media, it's kind of starting to feel like people are traveling to be like, oh, boom. I'm going just to be, yeah, right? You know, and I, I yeah. hate it. Like, I meet travel snubs often, and I just, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Ife, do you have any thoughts about why travel is important? Yeah, I do. This is Ife, and I think in addition to all the lovely insight you ladies have provided, I think traveling also shows us, exposes us to the humanity of other people and shows Mm -hmm. us how how similar we are you know we might have mm-hmm. our different backgrounds or different cultures but at the core of every group of people is this humanity that we all share and travel exposes mm. you to that and and mm-hmm. makes you and dispels the fear of the other so i'm just thinking about what's going on in the states and you know mm-hmm. you right. know that's another kettle of fish that <laughs> will take forever to unpack and explore but basically the like middle america that 
a lot of people voted because of immigration fears a lot of people voted right. because of like islamophobic you know islamophobia and mm-hmm. most of these people haven't actually like been in yeah, contact they don't know in what close proximity yeah. with mm-hmm. muslims or people you know or yeah. um latina people or like do you understand what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like yeah. travel is very important so that we can it helps us get rid of the fear of the other and 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 shows us our common humanity that's one of the ways um, yeah totally yeah, agree yeah because a lot of the people who voted for trump in the middle of the country these crazy white folks um <laughs> you know like okay um <laughs> You know, these countries like Kansas, these city or states, sorry, the states like Kansas and Iowa and all these other states that always go Republican, they're majority white states. Like they definitely have never come into contact with um, Muslims. They barely come into contact with black people. With black mm. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is not a lie. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys have, have definitely said most of or if not all. Um, of what I think as to why travel is important. I mean, for me, the the center of it all is just understanding or the awareness that there's people who are different from you and the knowledge that these people exist um, broadens your degree of empathy, I guess, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. So to just like spin off of that question, why do you think traveling to the African continent or the African diaspora is important? Mm. Okay, so I there's there's so much misconception about Africa, generally speaking, mm-hmm. yeah. which I think travel goes a long way to to help put in perspective. So you know, I I was in I Onyeka knows this, so I I was in Ohio. I lived in Ohio for two years, and I was like in a small town in Ohio you could probably like you have to zoom in real far and google maps to find it but um (laughs) so but it was a predominantly white town and going to school with people like that basically just they had no idea where it's coming from you know so in their mind i was swinging on trees or my house looked different i'm serious like these were like legit questions i'm like wait hold on really mm-hmm. come yeah. on don't you guys have tv so um so like i will commend people like travel noir or um them type of people who have tried to put black travelers in perspective mm-hmm. but more so and more importantly is putting travel in africa and in the limelight and trying to and, and dispelling those um stereotypical thoughts of what africa is and put it in perspective because we've it's like you know that you know how you turn on tv and you only see white people traveling or you only see certain places yeah. mm-hmm. um being talked about and even if we talk about like even if they mention it's uh, some south african place or kenya or whatever you know they'll just show you the jungle the animals safaris. Mm. exactly so and the thing is yes that is the tourism highlight it is you know the safaris and blah 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 you get to be in wildlife but there's a whole other side to it mm-hmm. and that for me is what why it's important to 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 uh, why travel in africa or african travel is very important to just give a full perspective and total story and not the half that we see on tv mm-hmm. and which just basically shows you either it's a crappy down rundown market or it's it's an animal jungle or something. And then there's the whole city. If you just turn the camera like a little to the left or something and there's <laughs> everything else you need to see. So mm-hmm. just in terms of properly enlightening people about what is happening on the whole other side of the world and also to make people understand the histories that lie there because mm-hmm. there is so much history and so much of, oh, where did you come from? Because even within the black community in the States, you have all of these thought, um, ideas of, oh, you guys, you know, like Africa did this thing to us. Now, there's there's that, and let's not even dwell on that, but I'm just saying, you know, mm-hmm. it's very important to to find that, to, to learn and to fill those gaps and to mm-hmm. put a good, a proper perspective on things. And I think that's that's where African travel is really important. Hmm. Um, <laughs> this is Jessica. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just to piggyback on that, um, firstly, with Jet Black, the reason that I focus purely on tourism to countries in the African diaspora 
um, it's sort of to change the narrative, right? Like we always, mm-hmm. yeah. we go to Paris, you know, we go to, exactly. um, exactly. we go to London, we go to Madrid, but when someone is going to like Dakar or Nairobi mm-hmm. or um, Kampala, you know, then people are like, well, are you going? Cause I used to work for the UN. So people would always say, oh, are you going for work? Or are you going on a mission trip? And it's like, no, I'm going on holiday. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I when I went to Senegal, so many I was I was actually working at the UN when I went to Senegal, and people could not believe that I was just going to Senegal purely on holiday. And I'm like, they have great food, great beaches in a dope city. Like, what else do you need when you go on vacation? Right. So, you know, I definitely uh, find myself when I'm talking to people, I'm constantly encouraging people, you know, obviously to travel to different African countries, but the diaspora in general. Um, But, you know, I blame white supremacy (laughs) Um, because, you know, the fact of the matter is global white supremacy. the, The reason it continues to rule the day is because they have created this narrative about Africa, which has made. Africans in the diaspora, be they African-Americans, Black Brits, whatever, it makes them feel like, I don't want to be associated with Africa. I don't want to go visit Africa. But meanwhile, when you go to visit Africa and you go to all the resorts, who's there? White people. You know what I mean? So it's like they've spread this idea. But at the end of the day, they're the ones who are on vacation in Africa. So it's, yeah. This is great <laughs> therapy, yo. I love this podcast too much. <laughs> yeah, and this is Ifeo, and I just want to add to what has already been said, but just in essence, traveling to the African continent, because you know we got to say it, <laughs> the <laughs> continent, <laughs> not the yeah, country. Yeah, you have to say it. Yeah. Like, and just also, is not a country. It nope. is not. And also traveling to the African diaspora, like it's important because... Like you said, and this also kind of segues to the next question, but there's so many misconceptions about our continent. And it's important to travel to these places because there's just there's so much more than safaris. Like, mm. I mean, I know it's great. But... It must be amazing, I'm sure. But, like, there's so much more. And more. And I just, I don't, I don't know if you are just easily amused or easily entertained by these safaris and these animals. I'm like, there's, there's more, there's food, there's culture, there's people, there's festivals, there, mm-hmm. there's so much going on that mm-hmm. like a picture of a wild, ant- like you can see those, like, I mean, I different, like you can see those at the, what do they call those places? It's one of these amusement parks, even here in the U.S. Like it's, <laughs> it's like, you, that's no, not but, well, like. I, I would say to be fair, um, the thing is, you know, there's almost, I mean, I don't, I don't know a whole, like, I don't know everywhere in the U.S., but I, I doubt that you find anywhere that has the amount of wildlife that you find in Africa, which is what yeah, I guess, which you is know, weird, if you're though. looking, no, but, like, so, like, look, look, to be specific, like, for example, like, Nigeria, yeah, I don't know of any well-known or well-kept safaris, like, that's no, not, no, no. so, so, so not here in Nigeria, but, um, I'm thinking, so if you're in Kenya or in South Africa, I mean, Kenya is a big one, so there's a lot of safaris there. Now, the thing is, I don't have, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't really have a problem with talking, you know, like showing safaris and whatnot, because at the end of the day, people sell what they have that other people don't have as their tourism. So hmm, it's a big thing to somebody something. coming from. It's a big thing for, you know, some white person who's never seen a monkey before to see all of these animals all in the same place. And then the thrill of, oh, my God, I'm walking with a lion and it might just eat me and blah, blah, blah. You know, so that is stuff that they can sell. You've probably never seen an elephant. Have I seen an elephant? I don't know. But actually, (laughs) somebody asked me um, if I lived close to them. What was the closest wild elephant to where I lived? Legit, true question. But anyway... (laughs) Moving on, oh. Um So I, I, I don't actually have a problem with that because for you to sell your tourism, you have to show what... Uh, because, you know, if Africa is... Well, so the thing is, I don't have a problem sold. with that, like, being sold. I just have a problem with that being the only thing. And, like, exactly. you mentioned, like, you so just mentioned is, Kenya. Exactly. Like, and there's so many countries in Africa. So, mm-hmm. like, Kenya is one out of how many countries. So, exactly. I just, for me, the issue is just when that becomes... 
the only only selling exactly point for so yes so we're saying the same thing because that is yeah. because it's not a complete story it's, mm-hmm. if you could tell a full story then i would be perfectly fine because there's so much there's there's mountains there's ski resort they, you can actually ski in africa you know mm-hmm. so there's so many things in in the continent and it's just safaris that cnn would ever show or you know that kind of thing any thoughts Ifa? <laughs> Yes, you guys have basically, <laughs> you've said all of the juicy stuff, um, but in addition to that, travel to Africa, I'd even say travel to, travel within Africa for, I'll focus on other Africans this time, like travel mm-hmm. within Africa by other Africans, it's so important to, again, to, 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 to recall or to, what's the word, to build up on what I said earlier, to show, to learn about our similarities and mm-hmm. make our bonds tighter and actually learn from each other, like how are we, for example, when I went to Ghana for the first time, Ghana is very much like Nigeria's Accra, is very mm-hmm. much like Lagos, but it's like what Lagos could be, you know, it's not <laughs> great. It's like, you know, it's like Kama Saner Lagos, mm. basically. Mm. And just traveling within Africa as an African and learning how other cities are planned and how they're dealing with their own problems and how we can right. take those lessons and apply them to our to 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 where we live. And I, I that's that's one reason I'd say travel travel in addition to all the wonderful things you guys have said is um is why travel within africa for africans is important because it really gives you inspiration it opens up your mind it's yeah um i was gonna say i want to piggyback piggyback off of what ife just said as far as the reason why travel to africa for africans is important like for the longest time i don't think it wasn't until i came to the u.s for college that I necessarily regarded myself as an African. Like I knew Mm -hmm. that Nigeria was Mm -hmm. in Africa, but I never like embodied that title of being African. And so it was when I left that the passion or the desire to go back and explore everywhere else um, was highlighted like every day because people are asking you all these random silly questions and you're like, no, that's not my part of Africa there is the right. other part of our Africa and I don't know about that until I realized that I, I say I don't know a lot about questions that people have and I'm just like shoot I thought I know something just like something so um yeah I do think that it's important for Africans like Paris is nice you know Spain is nice but so is Kampala you know so is Dakar like there's so many other places that we can go to actually enjoy and keep those resources in our continent as best as we can. Um, So we're just going to move over to another question so we can answer a lot of these in the short amount of time that we have. Um, We already talked about this, but what are some of the misconceptions you've heard about traveling to the continent of Africa? I can start. Sure. <laughs> this is Jessica. Um, so I think one thing people always always ask me is, is it safe? Um, and, you know, because everybody thinks that there's civil wars and ongoing conflicts in all 56 countries in Africa at all times. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think when people ask us these questions, I think, and obviously like I'm in this travel space. So I have these conversations a lot because a lot of people ask me questions about the entire world, but you know, I try and educate people a little bit. I try to encourage people to understand Africa is not a monolith, (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. that it is a continent, that there are 56 countries that, you know, there's differences by region within countries, you know, all of those, um, different things, but yeah, the, the definitely the number one thing is like, is it safe or am I going to get cholera or am I going to, you know, get Ebola? Mm -hmm. Like if I go to Mauritius, am I going to get Ebola? Like, you know what I mean? There's just so many questions. Um, and I think like, um, 
also teaching people about countries outside of South Africa and Kenya. You know, like people don't know about Mauritius or the Seychelles mm-hmm. or um, right, shoot, right. people barely know about Uganda. If I'm keeping it really real, <laughs> um, yeah. so, you know what I mean? So I think like mm-hmm. just definitely safety and then just help it like, really helping people to understand uh destinations like just that ignorance around what countries there are to mm-hmm. go to mm-hmm. yeah i think you probably said everything this is rory um so yeah because safety is usually the biggest thing and what kind of shifts us in the foot too is um a lot of travel spaces that you find online kind of don't do a good service in that regard. So um, if you're, if you um, check TripAdvisor, for instance, mm-hmm. you'd most likely see travel alert or something like that for anywhere listed in Nigeria or Lagos or whatever. Like, so it's like a broad spectrum they take, like you said, and it's like, oh, this is not safe. And I'm like, come on, you know? So even within mm-hmm. a country, there are different places and so mm-hmm. you can't tag an entire country as unsafe or a travel alert, like put that there. So that already scares people because the first thing you find, and I think which goes back to what you were saying when you were talking about um, why it's important for Africans to travel in Africa is we need to put out content for ourselves because, you know, most of the travel spaces that are online are put out by white people, foreigners or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, for us to put out our own content, you're changing our narrative and you're saying, okay, so this is safe, and these, these are the pictures, so that when you Google a certain location, you don't see conflict from 2001, for mm-hmm. instance, because that would probably be the first thing that shows up, as opposed to a nice location or, you know, whatever is going on at the time. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, safety is one of the biggest things, and cost. So um, people wonder, you know, and I mean, that is a bit of a problem because traveling in Africa can get expensive. Within, um, within Africa. Within Africa can get, yeah, it, it can get expensive because it's not, you know, get on a high speed train and go somewhere. It's mm-hmm. probably get on a bus and go somewhere. And it's a long journey that is expensive. And you kind of have to, so people just trying to get them to understand that, you know, if you want to see a whole lot more, if you want to achieve a whole lot more and explore and get the the best out of it, you kind of have to leave all your notions behind, all your, you have to get into that adventure space. And that is how you get the best out of it, really, is you, you let the travel take you, as opposed to the fully planned, you know, I'm going to get here and then I catch the three o'clock train to there and I do this and I do that. So, but then once, once you can, you know, you can explain that it's a flexible system, you know, it's not bam, bam, bam. Then people get a bit more relaxed and comfortable with, okay, but either way I'm safe. Yes, Mm -hmm. you're safe. Good. I think a major misconception is probably that you won't get the same level of comfort mm-hmm. in a yeah. Western country that you will get in Africa, mm-hmm. in countries mm-hmm. in Africa. And it's, I'm telling you, we live lavish in Nigeria. <laughs> I don't know about you people. <laughs> yeah. Some of us suffer, <laughs> but, you know, some of us have some comforts. Yeah, small so, cups on deck. Yeah, you have a drive. Like if you, if for example, yeah, like people probably don't know that Four Seasons has like nine properties. I think on the African continent. Yeah, and even like apart from you know, there like how many of us star hotels that you could stay, but also people because of how I don't know, like the culture is different or circumstances mm-hmm. or what any whatever so i don't know what's Culture, the, yeah. what the deciding i can't sorry i'm a little slow today but basically <laughs> for example if you visited paris like you know paris is a walking city lagos is not really walking city but mm-hmm. you know you have a car mm-hmm. nice car air conditioned somebody shuffle you up and down <laughs> you know they're like different you will be comfortable which is the bottom line so the misconception that you won't you won't be comfortable is um 
It's false. You might be hot. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sighing because I know so many people have gotten sick. <laughs> they just have weak stomachs. That's <laughs> Wow, That's you really are weird. definitely becoming an African No, but I'm being, wow. being serious. Some people are very sensitive. And so that sometimes ties into the food. They can't handle the spice. Or, mm. you know. Yeah, or when they you eat only potato, yet. mashed potato with no, <laughs> it's no salt or pepper. You know? That's what wow. Traditions and culture. If they like it bland, then it's. Like, it's because they don't know the right way. Wow. <laughs> the right way. My Lord. <laughs> Sorry, I obviously don't have anything to add to this <laughs> I can't believe you right now. I can't. You're just being shady. Okay. Meanwhile, welcome, guys, Amaya. Yes. Welcome, welcome, Mayo B. Mayo hey. B. Hey, guys. Sorry I'm late again. Sorry. <laughs> I hope the concert was good. Hi. Welcome. Yeah, well, it was, it was, yeah, it was something. Oh, oh I feel, I felt bad because they saved nice. the best person for last. No, no, they saved the best, the best artist for last. But then, by the time the person came up, everybody had gone home. Oh, like, oh wow! That was like a yeah, it's a Lagos Sunday concert. night. Yeah, she's in Lagos. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that's perfectly normal. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's weird. Okay, so Amaya, we're just talking about some misconceptions that you've heard um, people have of traveling to the African continent. And so some things that have been mentioned, mm. cost, um, sickness, that they'll get sick all the time. Uh, what <laughs> else? Well, comfort. Comfort, yeah. Like comfort. Have you talked about food? Please, go ahead. <laughs> what do you think? Go ahead. <laughs> Wait, have you, have you guessed anything about food? No, no I'd well, add to what I said. something said. about spicy food and getting sick. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, I think that's pretty Malaria, yeah. They always talk about the mosquitoes in Africa. You all die from malaria. (laughs) Okay, Um, I'm not gonna put anyone's health out there, but how many uh, how many of you guys have had malaria? Oh, several times. This is Amaya, by the way. I haven't, but my sister (laughs) had it. Look, I I I would say this though because so malaria is like a big deal to people that are not in this Mm -hmm. because um the time this is when we were kids and we went we went to Holland and my mom had malaria. My lord. You would have thought that she had cancer mm-hmm. or something because yeah, they put her in the hospital. She was like on so mm-hmm. many things and she was like in quarantine yep. and they were just like pumping her with all sorts of stuff. And like at the, at the end of the day, we're like, you know what, let's just go home because they didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. So we just, just took the next flight and went back home. It's like, what? I just need like a few. So like, so that's why we know now that just take your own drugs and mm. you're going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This actually yeah. happened to a family friend of mine. She's, she's, uh, American, but she flew back to Nigeria for Christmas, and when she came back, she had malaria, and she was essentially quarantined. Wow. Didn't know what to do with her. Well, it was so guys. sad. It's just a dose of medicine. <laughs> <laughs> the right medicine. Just take your quartem. <laughs> you, no. <laughs> That's too funny. Okay, so what are misconceptions that Africans have of traveling within Africa? Mm. There's no place to turn up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, actually. Okay, so I wanted to go to Morocco at some point, and my dad was just like, "Oh my God, it's an Arab country. Like, you know, there's so much going on there, so much turmoil." I was just like, "What? This same Morocco? Yeah, yeah, please." I was like, "What? Like, what is the meaning of all this? Like, what am I?" friend from Villanova is there. She already said, okay, like, you're welcome. You can stay in my house. Everything, like, top secure. And my is just like, yeah, like, you know. <laughs> Sorry, that was not how my dad sounds. Please. Oh, my God. So, this yeah. is like, so, my parents, because my mom, and this is Rory, by the way. So, my mom, I, actually, maybe I shouldn't say, oh, anyway, whatever. So, I, I went to South Africa and I didn't tell my parents because it was like three days. I knew they would look for me. So I was like, oh. <laughs> because the first time I ever mentioned it to my mom, I was like, oh, let's go to South Africa. And she was like, HIV. No! <laughs> Mommy, really, oh, like, come on. 
Seriously. And I'm serious, like, she's not even joking. So, like, even if, if I say, like, oh, you know, let, let me look for a school there. Let me, no, 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 no. Don't play like that. You're not going yeah. to win there. It's HIV and AIDS. I'm like, it's not yeah. in the air. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, oh, I think. Like, they ju- <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Oh, it's Jessica. I was just going to say, I think that Africans you know, in their respective countries have the same prejudices about other African countries as people outside of Africa do. Because, you know, we're all <laughs> we're all consuming the same media, right? Like, media. we're all watching CNN, we're all watching BBC, so it's mm-hmm. all the same media that's telling these same stories. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is so true. If anyway, you seem like you had a burning desire to share a story with us. <laughs> Hello. Um, <laughs> So this this is because I when Rory was talking, I just it just your story resonated deeply within my spirit because because <laughs> one of the questions is you know what what country you know you want to visit or you'd like to visit something along those lines and mm-hmm. for me that country has been South Africa for a really long time mm-hmm. and I remember mentioning to my family when I saw them last a couple Christmases ago I mentioned like oh I want to go to South Africa that's one country I've always wanted to visit my uncle said ah. You don't know they hate other Africans? Xenophobia. You don't know? And I was like... I mean, that is kind of real in South Africa, though. I mean, that was... Yeah, so that was one... I don't know if it's... So that was going to be my answer to the question. I don't know if it's 100% a misconception or if there's some truth to it, but... Um, there is truth to it, but it's not like, come on. It's like, it's the same way you're going to say, oh, there's hate in America, so just don't travel to America. So, I mean... I mean, you might want to reconsider it. Trump is president elect. (laughs) Right. We're still here. But for those of you who are trying to leave, this is why we're doing this episode, just to help you. Okay. Yeah. But the other thing is uh, fear of the unknown. Because I know, like, even when, like, you were saying, Ayaka, like, just coming to the States, that's when you know, this identity of being African was, like, pushed on us. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, we are actually African. And because, like, for a long time, we just lived in this bubble of being Lagosians mm-hmm. and, you know, being identifying with our tribe and not really knowing what was going on in neighboring countries. I mean, maybe Ghana, maybe Togo, we knew what was going on because they were close by. But um, for the most part, just being very unaware of what was going on, even if we were all Africans gone, gone at the end of the day, but <laughs> we still don't know... Like, just like, Amaya, for example, what your dad was saying about Morocco. Like, mm-hmm. you know, on the large scale, it's like, yeah, it's an African country, but the average Nigerian doesn't know what's going on in Morocco, doesn't know what's going right. on. So I think mm-hmm. uh, there's, like, this fear of, yes, we're all on the same continent, but we don't know each yeah, other like that. Fear. So, uh-huh. why? Even travel within Nigeria, can we even talk about mm. it? That's yeah. That was like, there's just fear of not safety. even mentioned going to maybe like, very I'm like, okay, if you say Medjugorje, yes, See, what you say? problems were in that area. I was like, if mm-hmm. you even say Medjugorje, I'm like, okay, yes, we know there are problems in that particular mm-hmm. area, so maybe keep away. But, you know, like, sometimes, and because we perhaps trip within Nigeria, because we have this whole Explore Nigeria thing going on, um, and so we try to promote Nigerian tourism, because there's a lot to see mm-hmm. Now, we get funny so there was a trip that we put out to Kaduna so it's like a northern exploration so it's going to Kaduna, Zaria, Gorara and then Abuja and all of these areas are safe so but then the first question and this is a Nigerian asking a question is ah would I not uh, so that somebody will come and bomb me or something funny like that you know and I'm like really though come on like like by now you should know like this it like it almost pissed me off because I'm like it's that's 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 that would be my reaction if someone said oh is Lagos safe I'm like hello I don't understand yeah <laughs> who you know so I'm like you, there's so much um lack of information mm. really um, mm-hmm. And even with just even how do you get there? There's just so much lack mm-hmm. of information with African travel and tourism. It's like, okay, so I don't know. So maybe no. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, just piggybacking um, on that in terms of like the lack of awareness. I just wanted to say what I do love about this new quote unquote black travel movement. Um, beyond my own company, Global Jet Black. Um, 
<laughs> There's also, yes. ta- uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Tastemakers Africa. Mm-hmm. I am. Yeah, but Sheree, who, oddly enough, she's African-American, but she is doing amazing work in terms right. of really changing that narrative and like her app. And it's just so cool that she's putting African cities on the map and African countries on the map as cool places to visit. Um, so I definitely think if people want the information, there's so many resources out there. Um, Yeka over here, I think one of the biggest misconceptions Africans have about traveling within Africa is that it isn't classy enough or it isn't mm-hmm. um, expensive enough because we kind of have this era of like, oh, I just went to Paris. Okay, that's cool. Uh, oh, I just went to, I don't know what other places they Dubai. go. And it's <laughs> Dubai. Oh, yeah. Dubai. Dubai, like, yes. Okay, check your life. Morocco's classy. Like, let's be honest, there are places in Lagos that are classy. And so we need to rethink what we. Um, used to determine what's classy, what's expensive, mm-hmm. what's high class, like your own but stuff. But is it just, is it just classy too. though? Like, because I feel like a lot of African travelers are not essentially the explorers. Mm-hmm. They're, not, they're not that type mm-hmm. of people. So it's something that with, you know, with what we do with TripZap, it's, it's starting to, and it's, you know, finding those types of people, people who want to explore, people, but you find that that is a smaller number of people. Say there is a party that is happening in mm-hmm. Ghana, for instance, or there's a concert or whatever. Mm-hmm. People yes. will look for tickets. They yes, will look they will borrow a leg and an arm to go. So it's it's just it's just it, you know, so it's just a different type of people, which is why for me I feel like yes, it's great, you know, Africans should travel within Africa and learn about what's going on around them, know about other people, understand where they're coming from. But also but but more importantly it's it's, I don't know, it's more tailored to people coming in from outside mm. of Africa. Because, I mean, first of all, your tourism or any tourism board is really not, is not really targeted at their own locals. Mm-hmm. They're targeted at bringing people inside to put in money to their system. Yep. Mm. So there's that. And then well, they're targeted at money. white people specifically. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's keeping it real. So, mm-hmm. um, so, but, but yeah, but I mean, whatever color they come in, you know, so it might be yellow or white or whatever, but as long as they're coming from outside with a different currency, that's what actually drives tourism as opposed to moving around your own money. Um, but so, and then also a, lo- a larger number of the non-black people are actually the ones that would take a five-day journey to a safari. I mean, how, like, which African, you know, they would make all those jokes and those men, man, I'm African, I can't jump in a lake, man, I'm African, I can't be fired, you know, mm. so, and those things are real, it's not like, you know, so, I mean, so for me, it's more so that um, they can't find things to do that they like for travel in Africa, uh, than it's not classy enough, so it's, mm. I mean, you kind of have to sell that, they're going to go classy, then, let's go. You know, and there's like some beach place that will just show up on beach board. I wanna. <laughs> Yeah. This is the fair. I wanna push back on that a little yeah. because there are a lot of things that people don't realize that they would enjoy unless they're exposed mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So if those things, like if people didn't, like for example, um, this governor of like Yankari Game Reserve, like mm-hmm. I can't remember what mm-hmm. what what the state Kalabai in Nigeria is that. Like basically had yeah. so many like nice like hills and it would be so great for hiking and so good you know right. so many things. So like if there is an exploration of the things that we have, if there isn't a understanding of what is even on ground to mm-hmm. be explored and 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 um and marketed like people wouldn't know that they could do it so for example scuba diving in lagos for example now that video you shared i didn't know that you people were scuba diving in lagos or snorkeling in lagos what the nigerian people aren't scuba diving exactly that's that's another thing i wanted to mention that's that's what i'm saying so it's it's you know it's great you know 
Some people know, some people have this information about, oh, you know, you can go to your carry, blah, blah, blah. But getting there is not, I'm going to just jump on the plane and just land and, you know, just be there. No, you know, it's, so it's a bit more of the daring type that are going to be like, oh, yeah, let's go on a road trip. Let's go. Okay. Or I'm going to go and see something. We'll see an animal. You know, but it's not everybody's, like, you know, so for Nigerians, it's, I mean, they're, they're different types. And I think there's different types of travel. And I think it's targeted to different types of people. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's no saying that this is right or this is wrong. I'm just saying, right. mm-hmm. you know, that um, different people in different practices. Yeah. Can I can I just piggyback because I know y'all thought I was being crazy, but um <laughs> about the advertisement. But no, like it's ser- like it is serious about the advertisement because the thing is like even thinking about scuba diving, all of those things, these sorts of activities because we of course there are different people and people travel in very different ways. But the thing mm-hmm. is those advertisements are never catered towards us. So there's always yeah. this thing, right. e- you know, of every, even in the U.S., the Caribbean, whatever, there's always this thing of black people don't ski, black people don't scuba dive, black people don't do this, don't do that. That's because we're not advertised towards. So we always feel like, oh, you know, like we're not really ever included. So the reason black people go to the Caribbean mm-hmm. is because in the U.S. you see a lot of ads for cruises and all that that contain black faces. You don't mm-hmm. see ads for ads spin that have black faces in it you know what i mean even if you see if you see safari ads you don't see black people enjoying the safari you may see black people working at the safari but you don't Mm. see them as guests and so i do think that that's kind of shaped um our idea of what travel kind of looks like um yeah i mm. i agree with you 100 because i remember sometime whether it was 2014 um, there was this new tourism video for Lagos, which is in Nigeria. And I was just appalled at the fact that in Lagos, this tourism video had two wow. black people. Like, this is a video really? about Lagos, Nigeria. And they were like, oh, yeah, come explore. Why are you showing pools? Ain't nobody want to leave uh, Japan and come swim at your pool. Like, that's not what's going to bring me to Lagos, you know? So it was like mm. they kind of have a warped mindset as to what people are trying to see when they travel. And so mm. anyways, I'm going to just get off my soap, soapbox on that one. And yeah, let's go to the, let's round this up because this is, this is going to be a little <laughs> long for our listeners. Um, and so the final question that I have here is what African country have you always wanted to go, but you haven't yet? And why? I say two. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you like to do it. Okay, so Morocco and so this is Rory. Um Morocco and Egypt. Oh. So yeah. Um so Morocco is just like it's I don't know, the colours and everything about it just seems like, oh my god, really? I just need to go there, like um, you know, the from and then the fact that there's so many different textures and different landscapes, so like it can get really cold in the Atlas Mountains, and you know, like it's it's like you know you're not in Africa at that point. And then there's the desert, which looks like okay, so yeah, I'm burning somewhere. And um, and then there's just all this, you know, everywhere is a certain clay color. Like there's so much culture, so much color. It's so pretty. Um, so yes, that's one. And uh, Egypt, I don't know. I just I I think maybe. Some cartoon got me into wanting to see <laughs> the pyramids and stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to remember which one, but Prince it doesn't come to mind now. Maybe. But um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I said maybe it was Prince. Sorry, of say Egypt. that again. I said maybe it's Prince of Egypt. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably actually. So I just, I just wanted to see because I'm like, oh, and it's up. Oh no, maybe it was also one of those. Um, what do you, the, the adventure guy, what's his name now? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, anyway. Bear Grylls. But anyways, oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so all of the history that is embedded there, like all the, 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 the writings and the paintings and all those things from back in the day and all those, I just, I need to experience that and just go through it. I think that would be amazing. Wait, <laughs> all at the same time, guys. Um, can I say three? (laughs) (laughs) Two, three, four, ten. Let's go. Um, Tanzania. Mm. Mostly, I just want to go to Zanzibar. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Very nice. Namibia, because of the desert. And, um, oh, shoot. In uh, Comoros, which is pretty hmm. okay. unknown. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like beautiful beaches, and I think just Actually, a really interesting culture. Visa free for Nigerians, if I'm not mistaken. It's what? Oh, it's visa free. Nice. I think so. Fun, fun, fun. This is Ifeoma, and as I revealed earlier, South Africa is <laughs> still top of my list. <laughs> I haven't been there yet. It's so, uh, it's so beautiful, and I just, I just have a feeling that I am going to have a blast when I go mm. to South Africa. I follow a bunch of photographers who are also based there, so that was uh, my first entry into discovering South Africa. Um, and yeah, just it's just landscape, gorgeous, particularly Cape Town. The people mm. are just, I feel like one of the coolest people. I've oh, heard. they're very flirty too. They're very nice. I ooh, I'm very eager. <laughs> hey, I'm not getting any younger, you know. Um, <laughs> um, and then Ghana for sure, definitely. I have a lot of dear friends who are from Ghana, so I just would really love to get to know their home country. Okay, this is Amayo. Um, so I think Rory and I are twins because those are the same two countries. Morocco just because <laughs> Morocco because it's Morocco. I don't know. I don't know what else to say that hasn't been said. Yeah, it's like, just one of those places that everybody Morocco has to go to. <laughs> and then Egypt because ever since primary school, like I remember learning about like Egyptian history and like just seeing like watching videos and you know doing all these class exercises and like it's like it's like it's been in my on my mind for so long, like literally like over a decade, maybe close to two decades. So it's like I have to wow. go exactly like at some it. point. So yeah. Where you're going? Let me know. So maybe we'll go that would be a good one. <laughs> this is Ife, and I also want to go to Tanzania and Zanzibar in particular because the. This, they're supposed mm. to have really good beaches. I want to go to Senegal, our mm. West African neighbors. Mm. They they also are supposed to have really good beaches, and I want to really you know mostly eat their food too and, mm. and <laughs> compare and contrast. You know, they're, they're, they're the home. They're the, the home jollof. of jollof. Yeah, the yeah. real jollof. So yeah. we want to see. You know, Niger do Niger do the best. <laughs> so I want to you know. I want to mm-hmm. confirm that and be like, you know, we improved on what you guys have, have <laughs> I mean, what you guys long. started. <laughs> yeah, so you already well equipped with the arrogance that our jollof is the best. That might bias your experience. <laughs> so Tanzania, Senegal, and um, I want to go to Uganda too. Woohoo! Because it's supposed, like they have really good like heel like the the outdoorsy stuff and landscape really good More yeah fun. landscape really good views so yeah okay Yeka O over here and my one African country was that really... it sticking true to the question no, to I, all of us no, here I just have that one y'all need to stop being so simple. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, my one African country that I really, truly want to mm. go to is Mozambique. Oh, um, Ooh. It's, oh mm-hmm, I know, I know. Um, it's just <laughs> one of those, it was, first of all, it's one of those African countries that were colonized by the Portuguese. So I feel like their culture, um, <laughs> like maybe it's a good thing they were colonized though, but mm. <laughs> the infusion but. of the Portuguese culture and language, I'm really interested to see how that plays out. Um, in their everyday life, and of course, food and music. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord Jesus Christ, come! <laughs> my God. Oh my God! So yeah, Mozambique <laughs> is is um, the place I want to go. Funny enough, I actually mm. had a conversation with someone from Mozambique today. So who knows? This might be happening Ooh. sooner than I might have even thought. Wow. All right. Nice. So, thank you guys so much. This was such a fun yes. conversation. Yes. I'm so glad that we had our guests on the show today. Um, for those of you Glad who are trying to escape here. Trump, listen to this podcast, reach out to our different um, guests on here, and they might help you find a place to do some uh, slow travel. 
Yeah, we'll also I'll yeah. also include their information in the description box as well. Yes, yeah. we will. Awesome. Before we leave, though, um, what are you guys reading, listening? Oh, we have watching. one more. Before that, Seth, oh, don't we have our oh, shout-outs hmm. to... Yes, know. who are we? Oh, yes. Okay, because we're running a I'll little do long. The I'll, disgrace. Just... I'll do the disgrace. You can do the excellence, if anyone. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> I'll just quickly run through um, our hashtag African excellences. Um, first up, we just want to give a shout-out to Ella Oman. Oman. She's the first Somali legislator in the U.S. She was, uh, yeah, just in spite of all the bad news and just the sadness and weights of (laughs) (laughs) impending doom that Trump brings. There's some joy (laughs) in the fact that um, the U.S. just got its first uh, Somali legislator. And she's representing Minnesota in the House of State. Um, second, the NYSE, that's NYSE, she says, the New, <laughs> the New York Marathon happened on November 6th. And shout out to Mary Kaitani, um, who's from Kenya, who won the women's uh, race. And also to Germay... Gebre Selassie, I think, of Eritrea. He won the men's race. race. So two Africans who won um, the New York Marathon. Yeah, just wanted to give them a shout out. Shout out, shout out. That's a Kenyan thing to just win the marathon. (laughs) I think it's like Kenyan, East African, yeah. 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 Okay. Shout out to our East African brethren. Yes. So. This is Ife, and I will be um, saying a very big boo <laughs> to our African disgraces. Uh, wow. One of which is going to stand in place for all the disgraces. Reno Amokri. He used to be like a former Nigerian president, Good Luck Jonathan's like spokesperson or media person. You know how you have a special assistant mm. to the president on toilet matters or whatever. The president for anything. Anyway, sure, he was his I, I think he was special assistant to the president of social media. Some not anyway, sure, he is one of these Nigerians who also like have a an American passport and he supported Trump. So he was saying oh yes that like mm. Trump is the more godly basically Please, come and all Nigerians <laughs> who supported Trump come and carry your disgrace we oh, don't want to be we're them. pushing you away they go the people yes. that voted for Trump because he's the more godly quote unquote candidate and you know based on things like abortion and, and um, same sex marriage and I just want to say <laughs> everybody disgrace the end all right. With that said, what is everyone listening, reading, or watching? Um, I am listening to Emily Sunday's new album, Long Live the Angels. Yes. It yeah. is so, so good. We waited four years for this album, and I would wait forever. It was, it's just, it's so good. Um, I probably listened to the whole album all the way through like 10 times. Um <laughs> And uh, watching Atlanta, it just finished, but I think that is the <laughs> yes, some of the best television that I have seen in many, many years. Um, and reading, I am reading your fellow countrywoman, uh, Lovey. I'm judging you. I just finished her book, so um, nice. that's what I've got on my table right now. All right. Um, let's see. Reading. Who's or this? actually watching. This is Rory, my bad. Um, so watching, say, Atlanta. Um, just finished that. Um, the reading, Going Viral by Brent Coker. Hey, this is Amayo. Um, so listening, I think I lied to you guys last time that I wasn't listening to anything, but of course you did. Sorry, I just like I had nothing. I had nothing. Wow, tell like, us how I you feel. I didn't have anything to say. Um, but yeah, I'm listening to Common's album. I love Common so much. I just don't know what to say. And I watched, I watched his performance of Glory. Now, I don't know where, when it was, but somebody shot tweeted mm-hmm. it with Yolanda Adams, Yes, that was amazing. Yeah, Yolanda Adams, yeah. It was at the Thank You Obama. Thank You Obama. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, as mean as as much as Yolanda's voice is amazing, but like, can we just talk about Common? 
<laughs> do, I, do I smell a crush? I'm oh, This is more than a crush, guys. I forget that. Crush. <laughs> yeah, that. Black America again is amazing. Particularly that song. Mm-hmm. Everybody should listen to it. It's just, it's something else. And his lyrics are just off the chain. I forget his beats. His beats are also sick. But like, I, I just, I, let me just stop preaching because I can go on and on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I am reading. Huh, this 800 page novel that nobody sent me to me, but it's amazing. <laughs> listening to it's Tinashe's a novel. <laughs> with a mad it sounds like what? It sounds like me listening to Tinashe's album, a complete waste of my time. But <laughs> oh, go on. No, no, no. I'm wow. not like that. No, this is not a waste. <laughs> it's just a really thick novel. It's called A Little Life by Hanya Yanagihara. And it's just, it's, it's, it's so beautiful. 800 pages though. I I know, I know, I know. I'm just, it's, but I'm finding it very comforting because there's something about a book staying with you for a while. Because I feel like sometimes we just read books and we just switch them out. And and depending on if you're a fast reader, you can just read a book in two, three days and then that's it. But with a book this big, you can't, you can't rush it. I mean, maybe you can, but that's, maybe you're not working to pay bills, but um, yeah, this is staying with me and I'm really appreciating it. It's really good, but it's really hard to read because one of the characters, um, his backstory is very sad and just, if anybody's thinking about reading it, just proceed with caution. There's a lot of stuff about, you know, sexual assault, you know, abuse, violence. It's just, there's a lot, there's a lot in there, but it's still really, yeah, it's really heavy, but it's really good. Um, I'm also listening to Emily Sande's new album i mean just as like so good just it's so so good like to like yesterday i was listening to right now and i was just like in the moment just like i'm like yes love me right now (laughs) (laughs) i'm just feeling all the emotions very deeply and then lastly i'm watching or just watched um how to get away with murder just cut up, saw the last. Wait, episode. hold on. What episode is out? Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I, I just saw, I just saw this week's episode, and y'all, the last ten minutes will <laughs> oh, wreck gosh. you. No, like, don't spoil it. Don't. don't no, spoil oh, no, it. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm two episodes behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, guys. When you, when you watch the last ten minutes, just like hit me up. Just message me. Just, <laughs> just let it all out. But yeah, that's that's me. Very similar. <laughs> I'm so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <your> turn, <laughs> so this week has been, I've been okay. This week has been uh, the past two weeks. I don't know how long. When was the election last? It feels like forever ago, and it's twelve days ago. Yeah? Twelve days. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So, um, I've just been really immersed in reading post-election coverage and mm-hmm. and and it's not it's probably it's not good it's so weird because i'm even in london i'm not in the states right now <laughs> because i've lived in the states i lived in the states for the past six years it's like the, the place that yeah. feels most like home mm-hmm. so i'm taking it really hard and i've just been reading post-election coverage mm-hmm. and it's not making me feel any better so yeah, I don't know. This is not. Sorry, guys. This is not a. This is not a This is not a very helpful recommendation. Um, oh, that's good. But yeah, that's what I've been reading. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. To that though, if I say, um, like, take each day as it comes. But I, what I've noticed that helps me the most is figuring out ways how to be. Um, what's the very productive within the community of people that I'm around. So mm. engaging those people in conversations and actually beginning to see them, like understand where people are coming from and understand the fact that this is crazy for a lot of people and it's crazy. A lot of people are living in fear. And so how can you then make that community more safe for them? Um, it just makes you feel less like a lost loser. Like uh, what's her name? Let's say Shonda Rhimes. But yeah. Hmm. Mm. But other than that, are you listening to anything or no? That's just it. I'm also listening to Emily Sunday's new album. So yes. yeah, she is. 
She's a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. I just found out that her dad is Zambian. I didn't even know. Oh, I didn't know that. Really? I know. I was reading her bio because I must. I was like, because I was listening to the album and I was like, I must know everything about her. <laughs> she's your right new now. best friend. I know that feeling. <laughs> so that's she's cool. a African. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Um, I just to echo what everyone is saying, I'm listening to Emily Sunday as well. After I yes. mentioned it on the last podcast, I was like, all right, all right, I'm going to use this Apple music for good <laughs> use. So mm-hmm. there we go. Mm-hmm. And I'm also listening to Alicia Keys' new album. Mm-hmm. Lord Jesus, you are just worthy to be praised. Okay, so this is my is thing. Is it good? <laughs> Ife- Ife- Sorry, let me let just, me just land the plane. I'm still hovering in the sky. It's true, it's true. I... I'm loving this whole era of Mm -hmm. pro-blackness, pro-awareness, just pro, your skin is beautiful. I appreciate that so much. And so that's why I love this album. It's very undiluted. Like her her sound to me is always refreshing anyway. Um, So I love Alicia Keys, always have since she had that Mm -hmm. braid and now she has her first. But anyways, yeah, Girl Can't Be Herself, that is my favorite song on the album right now. So I encourage every girl out there, whether you wear makeup or not, go listen to that song. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, reading, well, you all know school is in sesh, so we are reading articles and we have no life. Um, with that said, thank you guys for this great conversation. Hopefully yes. we all get to do travel um, soon, sooner mm-hmm. than we think. Um, thank you to our guests for coming and we'll have their contact info um, and their different businesses in the description box on SoundCloud or iTunes um, all that good stuff well that's it for our episode today you all have a wonderful thank you ladies thank you guys Bye. bye bye